What do you think you're doing? Well, I'm looking at TMZ right now because they have a lot. The hell you are? Hey, you're going to break that. Let me tell you something. I don't know what kind of games you're playing, but you got a job to do and you better go to it. Yeah, well, they already hired someone else. Yeah, somebody that's going to find all your sloppy loose ends you left there. And what does it matter? It's over. The funds have already been transferred from Triumph. Bishop has already withdrawn it. I'm done. I don't know what else you want me to say or how you want me to say it, Rochelle. But I did what I did and I am done. I'm not doing anything else. You messing with an innocent man. Who? Jacob Greenleaf? Yes, Jacob Greenleaf. He's a good man, Rochelle. Are you in love with him? No. You are, aren't you? Why wouldn't I be? Oh. What? I wouldn't even be in this mess if I was with a man like him. And not some no-account-nothing brother of yours. Seriously? Are you going to say that to my face? You know it's true. Basie is out there risking his life for you, paying his debts off to rush back to your ungrateful ass. Ungrateful? And you're out here disrespecting him by mooning over some Jacob Greenleaf, huh? What would Basie say? Nothing. Basie wouldn't say nothing because Basie is dead. Let me tell you how when she said because Basie's dead, I was like, oh lord, is this part of the script? Is this what they're sharing with us? That's why she was hugging that damn Jack Daniels bottle. <laughs> okay. For 24 hours. Let me hours. tell you, when she chugged it, I was like, oh my gosh, girl, that's kind of strong. Like, what is wrong with you? And she had it clutched She's for like, like half, oh my god. The, the second half of the episode, she had it clutched, and I was just like, damn, she really going through. But it. have we not been there? Loving a man who don't want you and who <laughs> tried to make it like you crazy. Did you see when he disrespected the mess out of her in front of his father? Wait, Talking wait. about Jacob Greenleaf, the you good man. <laughs> right? Wait, what, which scene? When they were in the office and she was like, Jacob, I love you. I oh, love she was you. Falling to pieces. And he was just like, oh he, no, you crazy. He and was trying to keep face for his dad when his dad walked. Have there. we not been there? <laughs> have we? Talk okay. about it, P. Ryan. Have you been put out of the preacher's office? Mm-mm, I'm turning a new leaf. I'm not telling my business too much, but it hurts. Okay. Why does it? I knew you were going to do it. Why do I feel so sad? You thought what? Okay. Thought I was over you. But I what? Something so. But I keep crying when I don't love you. (laughs) I think it's when I don't love you. Right. Yes. And why does it hurt so bad? Why does bad? it hurt so bad? She knew. She was singing for the skanks out there. He's a good man, Savannah. Okay. She's a good man, Rochelle. <laughs> she said it. It's in the text. It's in the text. Oh, A good man. That was a great scene. It was so good. From uh, Greenleaf. I don't know which episode it was. It was one of the recent ones. Now, what do you think is going to happen now that she's not about it? Well, yeah, because she put Rochelle out. Mm -hmm. I think Rochelle is going to pull out some. She has something against her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's Rochelle's already gotten something against skanks just in case as insurance. Rochelle about to pull that shit out and be like, nah, bitch, you about to get back on this train. Go back to that church. And, and do what I told you and to do. And do what I told you to Listen, do. Listen, if Rochelle does anything else, she keeps a file. Or doesn't do anything else, she keeps a file. Okay? And just... She listened to the show. She kept a file. She kept a file. She... and Yeah, she listened to the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Such a great actress. We gots to give it to LaToya, her. Miss Lucky. <laughs> you did that. She, she really... She be coming for Lady May in these okay. scenes. Just her body language. Mm-hmm. I remember... Um, one episode, one of the recent ones I was watching, she was like in the backyard under one of those. I don't. What do you call those? I don't know. Child, the weeping willows. The, it wasn't a tree. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was because you had your hands up. They were. You guys can't. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was just like, yeah, she's under the weeping willows. The guys can't see you. Right, I'm sorry for doing that. That wasn't a good image to try to. What's the game you play charades when you, when yeah. you try to? It's not good. Sorry, I gotta get better. No, they. She was in the back with the pastor in the mm. backyard, and just her body language, and you know, she was you know being very um, sed- seductive, mm. Jezebel like, and very Jezebel like. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, 
I was just like, damn, yeah. Latoya. But Lady May's gonna and fix that business. And she looks good. That short cut. That cut? Yeah, she looks great. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love a short cut Latoya, okay? I like a short cut on a, on a female, just in general. Woman. Yeah. Woman. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yes. <clears throat> <clears throat> but let me tell you, I know Lady May's about to come through. They already planted seeds of discord in her fields of peace. <laughs> She's gonna reap the harvest. All right. Okay? She's coming through. Who's gonna reap the harvest? Lady May. Oh, okay. Okay. Before she reaps the harvest, she might plant some new seeds. Can I say the scene where he came in with the divorce papers and oh. she signed it? Okay. That, that it was, was such like a bad bitch seconds. scene. She's it like, was, I got you. But come on, let's talk about it was those 10 seconds where they were just staring at each other. Mm. Like, damn. Did Have we, we not been there? Really just. Did our hearts not this? weep? Because we less how soon we forget, her first question was, why, why? did you sign it? Mm. Why did you like sign you it? really signed yeah. it? Why the did fuck, you actually nigga? follow through on falling? You really signed it. All right, mm-hmm. give me the pen. Yeah, I'm gonna give you what you want, yeah. and that's exactly why did what you she find did. somebody else? Right? <sighs> why didn't you fight for what you had? You got another song on your heart because I feel like it's coming. <laughs> not yet. Okay, we're gonna. We're why gonna, is we're the gonna, question? <laughs> Where we have we not been there? Did our hearts not weep? Woo, Lady May. Lady May, in the words of Patty, Lady May. Okay, I understand, girl. And she cannot get her to talk about grace. See, I don't want to spoil it for don't. you. Don't. Okay, that's it. And some of the listeners probably. That's fine. Great segue to introduce the episode. This is, this <laughs> is we another. Are welcome to another episode of the Hung Up Podcast where... You may be so ungrateful, or Basie may be out here hustling for your ungrateful ass. Because her house looks kind of good, and I know that church money ain't doing it for her, right? How does she stay up in that house? Who, Rochelle? No, um, Tasha Skanks. Oh, because he out here paying these debts. She's paying these debts off. He's paying these debts. And she living large. And and trying to rush back to his, right, trying to get with Jacob Greenleaf? But Jacob kind of fine. I would try to get with Jacob Greenleaf. Are okay? you in love with him? Listen, do you remember when he you put that are, necklace on her you? neck? I'm, I'm going to stop. That was too much. And that necklace was ugly Listen, as fuck. Let Jacob Greenleaf <laughs> put a necklace on my neck. I'm putting something on him. That you hear me? Was, it was very tawdry. It was Isn't her name? tawdry. <laughs> so, so cheap. Tawdry. <laughs> Going back to our first love, Kingdom Come. Okay. <laughs> Lucille, I would never wear nothing so cheap. Tawdry. <laughs> yes. All right. So, welcome to another episode yeah. of the Hung Up Pod, where <laughs> you may be ungrateful while your man is out here working hard, or you might be out here disrespecting by mooning over some some nigga, another nigga that you okay. <laughs> supposed to be. But you know, we'll never mooning. hang up on you because, as the theme says, were we not all there at one point in time? Mooning. Okay. Have we, did our hearts not weep? Look at us. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you, mooning over somebody I shouldn't. Being ungrateful. I can't take it. Okay. Ooh, did I just? As always, chickadees, <laughs> I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram uh, and mess. the Twitter <clears throat> at I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-N. I'm Eric. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Hey, how about this? Why don't you find us both? Even better. Okay, on Instagram and Twitter at H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. And on Facebook at Facebook.com slash HungUpPod. Don't be looking for us on Facebook individually, though. Just crossing boundaries. You said on Facebook? Yeah. No, don't look please. you up individually. That's not right. Yeah, I don't even... Do you use your Facebook still? Yes. You do? <laughs> anyway. I mean to post gospel videos. Like, I'll <laughs> Oh, that's what you use it for. <laughs> anyway, guys, continue to say your love, your emails, your feedback on the episodes to hunguppod at gmail.com. And just so you know now, you can also drop us a message yes. at 484 578 9992. Hung mail. Oh, that was not the key. Okay, bitch. That's actually a good start to a great voicemail. So before you leave tonight, we'll record a voicemail for the, so you just the work, Google number. You make these plans on the show. That's fine. Okay. I'm trying to utilize this shit. Utilize these okay. skills. 
Thank you guys so much for your ratings. Keep them coming on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Keep those comments coming on SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere that you can find a man to make you cheat. Let's call it what it is. You can find a man to make you cheat on your original man, okay? Sometimes we just got to be gutter and ratchet. A man to have okay. you on the couch with a bottle of Jack. Okay. Sip, throw, sipping it back while he you're throwing it back, Okay. Okay. <laughs> Give me some. Well, wait a minute, because she some. she wanted to throw it back, but she couldn't. She, I was she didn't about get my that experience, far. not hers. Oh, hello. Oh, well, this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> moving right along. Right along. So we do have a little listener feedback. For we this do. Week. It looks like Crown Adele on Insta. That's C R O N E D. E-L-L-E, tuned into our last episode, Faith in Question, and she left a great comment on our Instagram, and I just uh, wanted to read a little part of it. She said, when I understood that I can grow through hardship, comma, but inevitably, the depth and time spent in hardship is up to me, learn your lessons and move forward, comma, my experiences reflected that. Whatever you believe and wherever you find yourself in this journey, know that the descent into the depths of your faith usually starts when you question it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was deep. And I thought, like, wow, she listened to the whole conversation. She did that. <laughs> no, that's a so, Because I could, you know, just from her, um, her comment. So that was really deep. And I agree. I think that journey definitely starts with some type of question. Yeah. Would you agree with that? It certainly sure- Certainly, or multiple certainly does. questions. Okay, it certainly <laughs> does. So crazy. Yeah, <laughs> or multiple questions. Yeah, absolutely. So shout out to Crown Adele. What's wrong? <laughs> Is it Crown L or Crown Adele? You said Crown L. Crowned, as in like. It could be either or. <laughs> <laughs> so that, <laughs> that's exactly why I spoke it out. Yes, yes, because it could literally go either way. God is good. Hey, you know, you be tickling me, okay? Also, listener feedback. A shout out to. <laughs> <laughs> is this what we're doing tonight? I think so. I think right. we're here. It's- Okay, clink, clink. <laughs> wow. Okay, so <laughs> I also have listener feedback. Shout out to the Remedy Podcast who started shout their out. season three. Wow, season three. That yes. is awesome. They shouted Congratulations. us out and said that they will be doing their fourth quarter inventory. So I'm excited Ooh, to, can't wait to hear, hear that, that yeah, and yeah. maybe drop a clip in. That'd be dope. Yes. Yeah, can't yes. wait. And that's that. That's what's up. So it's really good to see you. Mm-hmm. I feel like we talked a little bit this week. We did. But how have you been? I've been good. Um, This was really such a healing week. Um, So I tweeted earlier this week that, um, or last weekend, that for the first time in one and a half years, I sang or ministered by myself at church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it was great to do that. Did get a little church shade through just like a logistic thing, um, which we can talk about off air. But at the end of the day, people were blessed. Um, and it was, you know, it was just a blessed time. Um, cool. I also celebrated my Greek anniversary. Yeah, you um, did. I did. Um, so <laughs> I'm excited to, you know, share another year with my LBs. Oh my gosh, excuse me. It's okay. We all have grown. <laughs> I think we've all grown, we've all matured, or we're continuing to mature, and we're continuing to, like, accomplish great things, so I'm proud of them, I'm happy to be in their number, I'm happy that they accepted me with all my crazy, or, my crazy, (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) my shenanigans, okay, that's it. Is that a color, a crayon color? Okay, maybe, (laughs) all my crazy, all my, like, intenseness, all my Mm -hmm. titties, everything, so, thank you guys, love you. That's so cool. Yeah. Speaking of church, uh, spoke with, caught up with our girl Sonia earlier this week. Hey, Sonia girl. And I'm looking forward to seeing her on Sunday. We are going to go to church. Wow, glad to be in the service one more time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She. (laughs) Yes. 
So we're going to go have some fun on uh, Sunday. Yes. And then do dinner afterwards. So I'm looking forward to it because I haven't seen her in a long time. Sadie? Where are you going for dinner? I don't know yet. Oh, I think she's cooking. She's cooking. Oh, hallelujah. Even better. What you making, girl? (laughs) She has this um, spaghetti and meatball recipe that she rants and raves about. And Mm. one thing I know about Sonia is that she can cook. She can throw down. So. I'm looking forward to it. I told her as long as it's kosher, I'll be there. <laughs> Did you do this? No, I just don't eat no pork ass. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I may have to make a trip. Okay. I'll be To over. the service. Yeah, that would be really cool. We'll see. We'll talk. Have your people call my people. <laughs> Cute. Call my machine. I'll call yours. Okay. Besides that, I spent time with Uncle Daryl. Shout out to Uncle Daryl. Oh, Darryl. hi, Uncle Daryl. Oh, my gosh. And Uncle James and their dog, Baldwin, who is, like, a as lot. big as this fucking table. Yes, so much. But as has just as much energy as a puppy as, as Tristan, mm-hmm. right? And um, it was really just nice to be one of the number because I really missed them. Yeah, and, love them. Um, weren't you refreshed? I was. Their house is so healing. It's... And you know, I spent a lot of time there, mm-hmm. and it just it it did it really felt good to just yeah. be back and get out of this. Who shall the ghetto? Oh, I'm happy. For you. <laughs> I really am. I really miss them. It's been and a long time coming, so like I really understand the significance <clears throat> of it, and like I'm happy for you. And you know, James doesn't realize how dear he is to me mm. for being with me in that moment when. I received the phone call that my baby brother had died. Mm. He wa- literally walked through the door yeah. when I was getting the phone call. And, you know, I'm just glad that I didn't have to go, you know, I didn't have to have that moment alone. Yeah. And I will f- be forever so grateful Absolutely. To, to James for just being there for me. They're gems without realizing that they're gems. I wonder if you know they what? don't get it. They really don't get how yeah. much they impact people's lives. Yeah, and a so, lot of people's lives yeah. in such a positive, giving way. Yeah. So early you know? hung up, Uncle Daryl, Uncle James. Yeah, for sure. Love y'all. So what you got for us? Well, so I wanted to, you know, talk to you about. Well, first, before we get into the conversation, did you have a chance to check up um, to catch up on? Real Housewives of Atlanta. Hi, my name is P. Ryan. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So like, I literally stopped work <laughs> to watch it. Yes. So, I actually just wanted to just take a moment to say my heart really goes out to Nene and Greg. Mm. That yes. was just really yes. kind of tough, you know, because cancer hits home for a lot of us, you know, if not personally, mm-hmm. you know someone or you know someone who knows someone who's, you know, been impacted Absolutely. or maybe has, you know, lost their life. So that was just I was just like, wow. Yeah. You know, Greg, you know, clearly he has been through a lot. You could tell that, you know, he was still tired mm-hmm. and that his body was still recovering from, you know, the things that he had been going through. So. I just really wanted to take a moment and say, hey, y'all, we think about y'all Absolutely. over here at the Hunger Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Love you, Nene and Greg. But a complete side note, and I wasn't able to tweet this because I yeah. didn't want to seem insensitive. Greg, your nighty is so luxurious. <laughs> and, you know, this just shows me that even in our storm, God is blessing. Because mm-hmm. okay? that nighty was gorgeous. And that hair is luxurious. His skin looked just so fresh. You know, Greg looks good. You know, at the same time, our hearts and prayers go out to you. Yes. Yeah. And last, I just wanted to say I'm excited to see uh, Tisha Campbell and Tashina Arnold host the upcoming 2018 Soul Train Awards. Okay. Which is airing on November, the end of November, um, Sunday the 25th at 8 p.m. on BET. Are they giving a musical selection? You know, all throughout. And that's one of the reasons why I'm just excited to see them together Mm -hmm. hosting the show. Because I really love their energy and I definitely love them together. Can't wait to see it. Shout out to both of these ladies. Shout out. So I really so I so now let's get into the conversation. 
I wanted to ask you how you felt about... I have two two questions for you, really. Mm-hmm. The first part is about voting. You know, there's a lot of hoopla, a lot of marketing, a lot of advertising, a lot of social media, everyone tweeting, everyone reposting. Go out and vote. Go out and vote. We even talked about it here on the show. Don't listen to the trolls. <laughs> Get out to the polls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much excitement and yeah. conversation up to the you know the day that we're supposed to get out and and vote and i think you know the news and of course you know a little bit of social media and beyonce <laughs> beyonce i was gonna say they afterwards have like a continuing conversation oh okay so beyonce they, 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 okay right <laughs> i thought you were gonna say they influence us to vote okay go ahead but she does she mother does she did. mother does mother influence us to live that's true. That's true. <laughs> In so many ways. But so I really just wanted to get your reaction like after the vote. Mm. I don't really hear a lot of conversations about, you know, well, how do you feel after you went into the booth? And really why I wanted to ask you this question was because I just remembered this time, especially walking into that booth, hitting that button. And then hitting vote, and then coming out, getting that sticker, it felt so good. Mm. Especially this time, for some reason. It felt good when I voted for Barack Obama. Mm. It definitely did, because I was voting for the first black president. That felt good. But it was something about this time that I just really felt like, wow, I just exercised my right to vote. I'm a citizen. I this makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. I want to let people know that I did this. I just I'm curious and I'm sure a lot of listeners and a lot of other people share these type of feelings where you know you you do have that sense of you know being proud mm-hmm. in that moment. How did how did you feel? Did you was it a proud moment for you or did you did you have any emotional feeling behind it or was this just you knew we were going to do it. You did it. Yeah. It's done. How, how did this vote voting round, like, how did how did this make you feel? Yeah, I think... Because I saw your Insta. Yes. I, saw, I know you, you voted. Know, you, know, you know I voted. Um, I vote, And I guess I we shouldn't assume because, you know, we're still trying to get people to vote. Yeah. You know, so you voted. I voted. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go ahead. I definitely had a mix of feelings. Um, I, I live in Republican country. So I think the first feeling that I had, you know, was a sense of pride, but a sense of like, I'm a badass bitch, right? So when you say Republican country, mm-hmm. you mean like Florida is basically the United States. Yeah, so like all my, my town is like <laughs> you feel like it's central. a mini Florida. <laughs> like all of the signs that you see from like my neighbors, from you know the stoplights that right, you see, like you in that part. Yeah, yeah. I live in a different area that's not Philadelphia. Yeah, so yeah. I definitely live in you know Republican town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just made sure that I got up early. I dressed to the nine. My Mary Janes were clip clip clopping, <laughs> and like. I also made sure that I researched the the people who were running, yeah. right? And so my votes were very intentional. I kind of knew what they stood for. Um, and I was just like, I felt good that I was not only going up against the town, but I like was exercising this right that people before me died to get. Yeah. 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 And so it was like pride, but it too. was also, y'all know how I'm voting based off of my external presentation. <laughs> or you assume how I'm voting. Yeah. And you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to take my time at this ballot. Yeah. Make sure that it goes in properly. properly. Make sure that it's counted. We are not moving too collect quickly. Collect my sticker. When we go into the booth. And yeah. address everybody that I pass, every worker that I'm passing, right? Smiling, mm-hmm. encouraging. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Yes, all of that. And, go. and yeah. so it, it, I just felt so powerful in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from the point of like a budding clinician, um, I went to class afterwards. And one discussion that was had, I wore a sticker. One or two of my classmates wore a sticker. And my professor wore a sticker. And she had asked us, okay, 
well, I see that a couple of you guys have on this I Voted sticker. Do you think it's appropriate to wear it in session where you have clients who, you know, may be on one side of the field, maybe on another? Like, do you With want to open space for that? Oh, I'm sorry. My response was too quick. Well, it was really the interesting. The first thing I thought mm-hmm. was like, that doesn't have anything. Like, I'm not telling you who to vote for. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm just letting you know that I exercised a right yeah. that I have. And that you have mm-hmm. as well. It's not about who you voted for. Yeah. You know, because I had a conversation with some folks at work. And one of them I knew was a Trump supporter. But we, we get along at work. And he's he's a great guy. Um, but it was still, you know, because I got to work a little late. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to make sure I got the voting out of the way. And, you know, I wore my sticker mm-hmm. like you. And folks were just kind of like... Oh, I got I completely forgot. I rushed in the work. I'll make sure I do it when I leave. And mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, dog. Like that was the that first was thing on my mind when yeah. I woke up. I wanted to make sure I got that done. And my message to everyone was, vote. Yeah. I, it wasn't. I didn't care about which side you were voting on. I mean, no, I really do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In in a more like in a broader sense, in, sure. right? But yeah, in the sense of encouraging people to do what you have the right to do. Yeah, I'm like, just just do it. It was really interesting for me because, as I mentioned in episodes before, I'm when it comes to school, I'm a speck in a bowl of milk, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and so classroom wise, you know, those who voted don't look like me, or those who express via their sticker that they voted don't look like mm-hmm. me so it was interesting to hear them say actually i took my sticker off when i went to session yeah because i didn't want to have that conversation with clients and so here come my big black ass i was just like <laughs> no, no 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 right i wore my sticker and my reasoning behind that was that regardless of if i'm going into a space where my client happens to be democrat republican green party tea party whatever yeah. right I recognize that I know my audience. I work with a population that is incredibly disenfranchised, right? Yeah. That and being disenfranchised, like maybe their priority of the day isn't going out and voting. So by wearing that sticker, I'm not necessarily or they don't have the wherewithal or the knowledge to go vote. To go vote, mm-hmm. right? So or what, anyone around them who cares mm-hmm. about it. So yeah. maybe. That's the only opportunity or the chance in that day that they'll see someone right. that looks like them that they can relate to. Yeah, and some of them aren't don't look like me, right? But some of them are disenfranchised. I mean, for just various as far as reasons. like being relate to you as skin color. Yeah, well, no, some of them don't look like that. Oh, right? gotcha. But they gotcha. are disenfranchised for various reasons. Mm-hmm. So I think just wearing that sticker was a symbol of empowerment. Of like, yeah. yo, you have a voice too. Go express that. Right, and so that was interesting from just like a clinician standpoint. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I Don't voted. Shit. I felt good. I felt like I was not only empowering myself but empowering others. And yeah, I posted it. You know, when I voted, I took a picture like a lot of people did, <laughs> and you know, only in hopes of maybe inspiring. You know, that one person that was still laying in bed. Because it was dark, it was rainy, it was cloudy as fuck that day. Mm. Who was laying in bed, probably just like, I ain't doing that shit today. And they just so happened to see my post. Yeah. And for some of those who like, who were like, I, I'm not doing that shit today, right? And who kind of had this like apathetic view towards voting. Like, we can definitely honor and acknowledge that, right? Because in the same time, while I felt empowered, while I felt like I was doing, I was voicing. Yeah, so many or I was like sharing my voice yeah. for because so many people fought for it, excuse me, words and liquor. Yeah. Um, at the same time, anticipating the results of the election, I mean, I didn't necessarily feel like, oh, I'm going to make change, right? And if we look at the results, it's just like, okay, not too much change. And I was in the space of like, okay, did my voice really count? But we see that there was a little sliver of change. There was. There was a little sliver. There was, and you know, with that being said, I would say our votes absolutely do count. Mm-hmm. And you know, what we saw in the results of this election was the Democrats um, taking majority of the House, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the Republicans taking majority of the Senate. Yeah. And so, what that basically means, according to Vox.com, 
is that the Democratic Party can now question any type of legislation that tries to get passed. Mm-hmm. It won't just go through with flying colors. Right. Now you have people who can oppose it, mm-hmm. who can question it, who can stand up against it. In addition to that, the Democratic majority will now have subpoena power, so there's a lot of word and talk going around about, all right, what's going to happen with Trump? Okay, call him down. Is he going to be called down? But even with that, like, what does this actually mean? And um, I listened to an interesting podcast earlier today that talked about, you know, just the history of subpoenaing uh, presidents and what really happens in an impeachment, which doesn't remove a president. (laughs) Impeachment is just one part of a really big process. When we look at what happened with Bill Clinton, it was a really like crazy situation. Mm -hmm. He went through the impeachment, but... One part, I don't know if it was the Senate or if it was the House, but someone didn't agree to it. So he didn't end up getting impeached. So and then he ended up leaving office with a 70 percent popularity vote. So, you know, we have to look at what the history of bringing these things about really mean. If Trump's not president anymore, Pence now, you know what I mean? And some folks are just kind of like. Nah, I would rather have Trump over over him, over the vice president. But whatever. So I agree with you. I definitely feel like our vote does count. Mm-hmm. A lot of these, um, especially in the smaller races, a lot of these people win districts and, and communities by just a couple of hundred votes. You know, and when yeah. you see these numbers, you guys, like when you look at these numbers, how could you feel like your vote doesn't count? I feel like it absolutely does. Cool. Cool, So the second and last question or idea topic thought that I had for tonight was, you know, we talk a lot on this show about mental health, emotional health, Mm -hmm. and that, you know, finding balance, self-care, all of these different things that we've talked about. And, you know, we've talked about recently specifically being emotionally heavy, mentally heavy from just our environment Mm -hmm. and the things that are going on around us. And this past week, I really sat back and had some time to really sit with that. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to kind of bring that back because, you know, recently, especially, it's been a little crazy. Um, And I wanted to talk about two incidents in particular that kind of really, I don't know, did something to me. So let me, I'll just get into it. So the, the, the Kroger shooting, did you hear about the Kroger shooting in Kentucky where apparently a man, Gregory Bush, 51, um, walked into a Kroger grocery store with a loaded gun, um, with the intent to kill anyone black. Mm, And he shot and killed two people, a female and a male. The male actually had, like, his grandchild with him Mm. or his godson. I don't know, a child with him. Oh, shoot. This didn't happen, like, this week. It happened recently, though, yeah? It happened recently. Sorry. Yes, I did hear about that. The I'm looking at, like... October 25th, 26th, around that time. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at the different stories that came up. Um, You know, and what really shook me about that story, P. Ryan, was that this man who had every intention, and they've proved that he had every intention to kill, this was a hate crime. Before he went to the Kroger store, there's a small church right next to the Kroger store. Okay. He tried to get into the church first and it just so happened on this particular day and it's not normal i read an article that you know they did an interview with the pastor of this church usually the church doors are open and we know this we that doesn't sound odd right on this particular day the church doors were locked and he tried to get into the church first but the doors were locked and had that door been open he would have killed all the people in that church mm. But that door was locked. He went right next door to Kroger. They have it on videotape where he walked past white folks. 
when he got up to black people, the two that he saw, he pulled out his gun and he shot him point blank and killed him. Mm. And honestly, P. Ryan, when I heard this story, I was in my car driving. I cried a little bit. I did. I cried for both of those people, their families, and just for black people in general. Like, they were just picking out cucumbers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they were just getting milk and bread. Like, and this man with this evil, whatever he had inside of him, you know, took their lives. It really shook me up. And it's just like, damn, like, you know, this is this is heavy, this shit that's going on. And then today, well, really overnight last night, you have the shooting in California mm. where that man went into the bar and shot and killed 12 people. And these were all college students. And, you know, just going back to what you've said multiple times and what's come up on this show is, you know, just being heavy from all this bullshit and I know some of the listeners relate and even sitting here now like talking about it like it's heavy mm-hmm. you know my heart really goes out like there's so many people suffering right now and you know we're all you know quick to complain about the littlest things like we wake up late we complain about it you know we complain about the stuff that we have direct cause to mm. you know what i mean you know the things that we have control over and the things that we don't have control over and then like when i hear about this type of stuff with kroger and the shooting in california it just really humbles and it softens my heart and my spirit mm. and really just puts me in a place of just being thankful and grateful and that's Absolutely. really that's really that's really all I have to say about that. Yeah. That's real. So my question is, how do you balance being woke, mm-hmm. being informed, mm-hmm. being in the know, staying in tune, staying up on it? You know, there's all these expectations out there to to retrieve and and gather and have constant access to information. But how do you balance that with being sane? I think a part of this, and I heard it on the read and I actually practice it, is really like being okay with tuning out sometimes. So when you were talking about the Kroger shooting, um, my first response was like, oh no, I actually didn't hear about that. But then I remembered I did. I think where that discrepancy came in was the fact that after I heard about it, I tuned out. So I, I took it in. I recognized this is something that happened. But I literally just like said, okay, I have to focus my energy on what's happening in my immediate surrounding. And for some that may come off as cold or that may come off as, you know, you not wanting to be in the know or like you intentionally or willfully being ignorant. But it's really preserving yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. If I expose myself to these tragedies 24 seven, if I expose, excuse me, myself to this darkness 24 seven, eventually I'm going to have no energy to keep pressing forward. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yes, my heart goes out to these people. My heart goes out to, you know, it's senseless violence. My heart goes out to the fact that, like, you know you can't really go anywhere without being in danger of getting killed. Um, I'm annoyed at the fact that there's never, there's no changing legislation or no changing legislation in sight that's going to combat all of these like acts of senseless violence, domestic terrorism, whatever you want to call it. But at the same time, I recognize that I have a life to live. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I just have Mm -hmm. to just blind my eyes to what's going on. And I think it, it sounds yeah. bad. No, I think there's a lesson to that. Like what I'm getting from that is because at the end of the day, like terrible things are happening all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, and it could happen to me at any time. All the time, and it could happen to any one of us. Yeah. at any time, because you know the word says, "No man knoweth the time, the hour, the day," mm-hmm. and we don't. So you know what I gather from that is like you have to. 
I'm just the type of person, I guess, depending on your type of personality, like, I like to, especially when it comes to experiences of other people, mm-hmm. not just, like, tragedies, but there are a lot of things going on around the world mm-hmm. um, outside of the United States that is horrific. You have genocide. You have, um, you know, you have, I can't think of a proper name of it but food wars <laughs> you have guerrilla units and armies that have taken over different areas mm-hmm. especially in Africa and are claiming the lives of so many people so so much going on with um, child trafficking sex trafficking mm-hmm. there's so many horrible things going on in the world and I don't think it's God's intention for us to focus on that mm-hmm. I think more so, it's you have compassion for your neighbor. So I don't think there's anything wrong with being in that moment. Like I did, I had that moment in the car where I cried for those two people at Kroger because that could have been my auntie. That could have been my dad. That could have been me. Mm-hmm. Okay, look at us. Look at me. Like Lady May said. But I think that it's also important that we continue to press forward, not live in fear. We can acknowledge the things that are going on around us. And you can't, and even with that, you can't acknowledge everything. Because mm-hmm. there's so much going on around, like, you don't even know everything that's going on around you. True. And I used to get on my dad about watching the news all damn day. Watching the news and being worried to death. Calling me. You know what I mean? Worried to death about this done happened, that done happened. Mm-hmm. And it gets to a point where I, I just told dad, like, look, <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. Like, things, you know, the world is the world you know but we have to you know choose not to live in fear those you know poor folks that lost their lives in kroger doesn't mean that we got to stop going to the grocery store but what i will say is listen to that interview with the pastor is that he did have a little post-traumatic stress that we going to the grocery store he thought he had some some thoughts of anxiety and you know i respect that you know i definitely i respect the experiences of folks that have gone through trauma I've experienced trauma in my life as well. You know, I think, you know, people have, we've all experienced different types of trauma. So I, I respect that. You know, I, I definitely respect that. But we can't live in fear. I totally feel for these people. And, you know, I by no means mean to come off as like, I just shut off. But I also think I consider, you know, my stance is also a like mental health professional. Mm-hmm. And so to expose myself to people's individual experiences for like 10 to 12 hours a day you gotta and then to go yourself. back into the real world and like experience you know social traumas that's, and all it can be a lot so for me one of my mechanisms of like i hate coping mechanisms you know based off of my personal training so whatever mm-hmm. but one of my ways to manage life right is to really set strong boundaries so after dealing with different people for the entirety of the day, I come back into the real world. Yes, I acknowledge that it's a very shitty place, but I have to be intentional about keeping that shittiness at bay until, God forbid, it really comes to my doorstep. And, you know, my personal experience with that, especially working with students and counseling and financial aid mm-hmm. all these years... Um, is that that's a great mantra. And for me, and I feel like for a lot of folks, it works maybe not 100% of the time, but it works. It helps, yeah. That other, those other times that it doesn't work, it, you know, we have those days where shit is real. You know, I've had some students come into my office that I just had to throw my arms around and, and like be with them in a moment mm-hmm. because they had me in a moment, you know, by sharing something with me. And I think it. You're, you're right, though. Like you gotta, depending on what you do, um, you gotta protect yourself. Gotta protect your heart. Yeah. You know, no matter what you do, <laughs> you gotta protect your mind, protect your heart. True. Protect your spirit. Very true. And you know, this world is fucked up, y'all. It's dark. It's crazy. It's a lot of horrible things that are going on in People it. People are hurting. People are hurting, but there are also a lot of great things going on in it. Sure. There's love. A lot of us, you know, I'm I'm guilty of it, you know, in the past where, you know, I felt alone and, 
you know, didn't have folks. It, you know, it was God that really reminded me. You do mm-hmm. look around you. Mm-hmm. You you actually do have people who love you, and we gotta you know focus on the positive things. And that's why I'm glad we started the conversation with the vote. I think that's such a positive thing yeah. that we can reflect on, despite the bad and horrible things that are going on in the world. I think we can make a little bit better by getting out, by voting, which brings us together as a community a little bit more than what we were before and gets us a little bit more in tune with the issues that are really impacting everyone. It doesn't matter if you're black, you're white, you're trans, you know, whether if you're a Christian, Catholic, Muslim, Jew, you know, it's people. Mm-hmm. So I think that that voting, like music, <laughs> is that one thing that kind of brings everybody together. So. Yeah, absolutely. And that was kind of my final thought. Did you have any final thoughts for the conversation? I don't. I think this was great. Thank cool. you. Thank you for Thanks partaking. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. All righty. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. Hey What's guys, up? so we're back. We back. And, and it's time to close this show out. Yes, with the hung up or hanging up. Who do you want to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. I am hanging up on my Neos. Fall 16, Gridlock. Oh, lock. you're so sweet. <laughs> I fucking love y'all. We love you. More than I have expressed, more mm-hmm. than words can express. I really love all of y'all. Show me you love me. (laughs) (laughs) And I really feel like you all exemplify what you should represent in the organization. Mm. Folks can say what they want. Folks can criticize all they want all day. But what I know is that the entire line, all of you guys are special and that the fraternity, you know, wouldn't be the same fraternity without you guys. Mm -hmm. And throughout all the things that you guys have gone through, even up until recently, you know, because you specifically have expressed over the course of this season and last season, just different challenges that you've had Mm. with how people have approached you on social media, right? Or in social spaces. Despite that and anything else that you guys have gone through, you have shown up, shown out, been there to support, has, you know, put in the work, put in the time, and given the love, because that's what matters at the end of the day. You can you can do a million programs. You can have a million scholarships. You can run a whole chapter by yourself if you want. But you, if you are an asshole, if you are not a person who leads in love, like, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. <laughs> and that's coming from me. From me. <laughs> you heard it. From me. Needy <laughs> Licks. You guys, each, when I look at you guys, it's just like, I just see love. Yeah. Like, people who want to just give love and and you know i just that's it i i, I just i can't wow thank you so very much <laughs> i appreciate you and thank you and also dad dean sterling um <laughs> for nurturing us and because i don't think as a unit i don't think our growth would be possible without your guys's presence so yeah, and in that same vein, yeah. I am also hung up um, on my line brothers. I mentioned this before in the check-in, but um, I'm really grateful for just, like, having them in my life. In my life. I was going to say lives, but I'm like, bitch, I only got one. I'm not a cat. You a cat. <laughs> um, you I'm cat grateful. woman. Okay. That's what you should have been for Meow. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. <laughs> but I'm grateful for really having them in my life. Um, I've shared this to different people before, but I never thought that I would have close relationships with black men the way that I do these men. Um, and I'm really grateful for what they've taught me in you know these few years that we've been together. And I'm excited to see where the growth goes, where our relationships go, um, the lessons that we teach each other. And yeah. 
I'm grateful. Boom cat. Okay. Yes, muffin. <laughs> Boom cat. Thank you again what a great for accepting episode. my crop tops, my short shorts, <laughs> my titties, and my ass. Because I know sometimes it can get uncomfortable, especially when we're in public spaces. But True they brothers. hold me down. Yeah, they're yeah, all my big brothers, yeah. even if they're younger than me. Oh, yeah. Love so them. nice. That is so dope. So what a way to end the show. Yeah. This has been another episode of the Hung Up Podcast. As always, <laughs> I am P. Ryan. Find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-N. I'm Eric. You can find me on Instagram and on the Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Jace. Find us both on Instagram and Twitter you do that. at Hung Up Pod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P. P-O-D. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash hungapod. Or, mm-hmm. oh wait, what's face? Oh, cabeza is head. I was going to be like, face libro. That's Facebook in Spanglish. <laughs> <Yes>. So, <laughs> you, know. you, were just me. you were so crazy. I love it. Um, Just a little. You guys, when you go over to our Instagram page at Hung Up Pod, make sure to hit that call button. Yes, call us. Call us up and tell us what you want. Leave us a message. Call, collect. We'll accept. (laughs) Tell us what you want. Wait a minute now. That's that's fake news. (laughs) You're putting out fake news. Not in the budget. (laughs) That's fake news. You guys, uh, leave us a message, and um, we may just add it in the show. Okay, we, we may call you back. We right, or we <laughs> might answer. <laughs> like, Hello, <"Are> Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, yeah, go over to our Instagram page. Add us. Send us a hit the call button. Hit the email button. Send us an email. We would love to hear your feedback from this episode. You can send it to hungupod at gmail.com Yes, chickadees. And thank you so much for your ratings. Keep them coming on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere that you can find a man who will call you up and tell you what he wants. Okay? What did you give in it? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you need somebody who like Mariah. Did you see her on the most recent episode when she cracked that glass on the side of that chair Bitch, and was ready to cut heavenly? Yes, I saw it. I get you my, one yes, of them. Get you one of them. Get you one of them. And you kept calling me crazy throughout this episode. Just a reminder, guys, that crazy bussy is great bussy. Okay, it's the best. Send us a call. You might get an answer. You. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out. Let me let me get this nigga home because he he tripping. No, we're gonna play Marvel versus Capcom. Oh, that's right. You did want to play that. All right, okay. let's go. Bye. Don't listen to the trolls. Get out to the polls. Join the debate in these United States. You gotta be in it if you want a new sense. These are awakening times. So get your-